This is Good Hope FM News. Good morning. About 250 shacks have been destroyed in the latest fire at the Masipumalele informal settlement near Fishhook. One person has been treated for burn wounds and about 1,000 people have been left homeless. Last November, two people died and about 4,000 were displaced in a blaze which destroyed more than 800 shacks at Masipumalele. Chris Mabuya reports. A number of affected residents say they were at work when the fire started and could not save anything. Others say they managed to salvage some of their belongings. A large area of the informal settlement known as Zululand has been raised by fire. Firefighters assisted by two helicopters have managed to contain the fire from spreading to other areas. Chris Mabuya, SABC News, Maspumelele at Fishhook. Stellenbosch University has stressed the importance of constructive dialogue on campus. This comes after the institution lifted the suspension on two female students who had been accused of being involved in a blackface incident. The students painted their faces purple as part of a stellar space party at their residence. They have since been reinstated following an investigation by the university's equality unit. University spokesperson Martin Fulyun says one of the students is also back in her role as a mentor at the residence. The Equality Unit stated in their recommendation that it is clear that there was no direct or indirect intention to cause uh, offence or harm to any student or staff member at the university. There was a perception enhanced by the impact of social media that this was a blackface incident, um, but according to the recommendation, this is not the case. Afrikaans and English will meanwhile enjoy equal status as medium of instruction at the university. This comes after AfriForum Youth and the university came to an agreement in the High Court in Cape Town. AfriForum says the university has made a written undertaking that steps will be taken to ensure that all faculties implement the language policy. Management had proposed that English replaces Afrikaans as the primary language of teaching. The appeal court in Bloemfontein has reserved judgment in the Omar al-Bashir case. Senior counsel Jeremy Gauntlet had been defending a government decision not to arrest the Sudanese president when he was in the country last year. This after the High Court in Pretoria ruled that government had a constitutional obligation to arrest al-Bashir and hand him over to the International Criminal Court in The Hague. Justice spokesperson Mtunzi Maga says they now await the appeal court ruling. We hope that when they return, they will have granted us leave to appeal and the merits, fortunately, were also argued today. There are far-reaching implications of this case insofar as our international standing is concerned, our relationship with the International Criminal Court and our relationship with Sudan as a country and our relationship with the African Union. President al-Bashir was in the country in his capacity as a delegate and as a sitting head of state and it is unprecedented that you have a government being ordered to arrest a sitting foreign head of state. We are confident that when they return, they would have a judgment that overturns the Ella judgment of the night. And lastly, Pope Francis is to hold a historic meeting with the head of the Russian Orthodox Church. The meeting between the Pope and Patriarch Kirill is to be held in Cuba, where the two leaders will sign a joint declaration. This is the first such encounter for nearly a thousand years, where the heads of the two biggest Christian churches are, are about to meet each other. Will Grant reports. Cuba, a secular country with a government long criticised for its treatment of Catholics, seems an unlikely destination for such a symbolic moment. Even more surprising is that it's happening in Havana's Jose Marti airport during a previously unscheduled stopover in Pope Francis's visit to Mexico. 
but the Russian patriarch has always had warm relations with Fidel and Raul Castro. Plus, of course, the pontiff is a Latin American himself, and after his recent visit to the communist island, has great affection for Cuba. For Good Up FM News, I'm Majik Shay Peterson.